Good evening, and welcome back to episode eight of the Departure Gate podcast. We are here tonight at a watering hole somewhere in Belgrade, Serbia, where the jury hangs out. Uh, just taking the piss with our beloved British merge boot, Kel, who joined us today. Welcome, Mitch. Welcome, Kel. Excuse me. Hey, Peter. How are you? <laughs> well, it's Katia here, but as you see, it's, we'll have a different awesome time yes. getting this together. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. Um, you know, we all know each other well in this community. It's one of those things. We're a tight-knit group when you think about it. We're a small little part of the internet world, but we're here with the Merge Boot, and uh, let's just say it's, uh, we're very sad to see you here. You kind of became the Merge, the, the, the easy vote that everyone could agree on. You're sitting here, uh, but it seems like you have some relief for being out of here, at least, because you seem like you've been running on fumes for a while now. Yeah, I'm definitely like sad to be voted out because to go through that hell of a pre-merge that I had to survive those votes to then get to the merge and be the first person voted out is definitely disappointing. But um, I mean, like th- these games can be so taxing and doing two times, uh, two games at once and just doing those at the same time, you can really take a, a toll on like your social battery. So, I mean, I was the easy boot, but I definitely didn't want to be voted out by any means. Well, of course not. I don't think anyone ever wants to be eliminated. I've definitely been there. You know, it's tough. I, I will say this. I give credit to you and everyone else who double-dipped this and and Good and Evil. I mean, it was cast of 35 and a cast of 36, so I can only imagine <laughs> how wiped out all of you must be. Extremely. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah, well, you, you got eliminated, kind of got into it. I think you were just... Yeah, I, why do you think though the vote landed so easily on you? Was it just the lack of connections? Was it, you know, you you lost Bernie, you lost Tommy before the merge? Um, you don't think like you were socially distant from people, were you? Because that's not the impression no. I got off of you. No, 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 definitely not. I think, I mean, what I pinned it as, and what I'm thinking was the reason I was voted out is so you had the Bernie and Tommy vote. Was two of which were people that I knew going into the merge. I had a hundred percent had their loyalty, and they had mine, and that I would hundred percent. Um, there'd be a voice, uh, and I'd be a voice for them. That if a name was thrown out, that we would put, uh, we would be against that for each other. And with them not being in the merge, I then didn't have that. I only really had Dorothy who was like my main ally at that point, who could really put up that fight for me. But I think Dorothy, she's smart enough to know that she sort of needed to let me die there if she doesn't want to tank her game. Because while I, like, it would have been good for Dorothy to have maybe like used her idol, which she had, but I could tell from speaking to her, she was not planning on doing that at all. So um, I sort of was just like left on an island of my own in that game. With like no connections, because I had sort of burned people like Nikki, like Jen, uh, like Natalie at the Bernie vote out when I did try and shift that vote off, uh, off of Bernie onto Jen, and that and then obviously when we swapped again, and it was just me, Nikki, and Dorothy from my old tribe, and then I t- tried to target Nikki, which failed epically. <laughs> Going into the merge, I think it was something that people could talk about, and it was something that people could rally behind. And where I didn't have connections like other people had outside of really Dorothy and Joaquin, uh, Joaquin and Sue, I think that's why I did become the easy vote, because it was the name that most people could agree on. Yeah, I mean, it's really tough in All-Star games, especially you mentioned, you know, connections and things like that. A lot of things that are outside of your control happen. I mean, especially... Can you maybe take us through what happened with uh, the Tommy boot, the Nikki boat? Because, I mean, it looked for a while there. I can't obviously reveal too much because, you know, you're on the jury. It looked for a while there like it it maybe would have panned out. What what do you think went wrong? Because it looked for a while like maybe that's where it was going to end up. Yeah, so at the start of the night when we found out we lost, I immediately... So 
so for some context before William had asked me about the idol and I told him straight away that it's been found I told him the answer was Terry uh, but that I got into it and it had already been gone and when Nat and Jen weren't on this tribe and Nikki was on her own I saw that as an opportunity to pin the idol onto Nikki because I knew at that point that if we had lost I knew I wanted Nikki out so then fast forward to results um, I'm speaking to William and um, I just say to him like oh well, what's your opinion on a Nikki vote here and um, he was like, oh, okay, well, tell me why. And I was like, well, obviously, with the idol being found and her not having her like, main allies in, because you had to think on that tribe, it, she had come over with Tim from her first tribe and me and Dorothy, and Tim was at Exile. So her really, her only pre-connections on that tribe were me and Dorothy. And um, obviously, I also, uh, I, anyway, didn't feel great about her. So then she really only had Dorothy that should have been in her corner. So I saw it as like the perfect opportunity to take a shot at Nikki. Uh, while uh, she was vulnerable, but um, obviously it didn't pan out. But uh, it started off. So I went to William. I said we can do Nikki. Uh, we have the vote, so I can get in Adam, because William wanted to do like a H O H H alliance with like me, Adam, and himself. So I had those three that I think I definitely could have locked down. But as soon as I started speaking to Adam, he was he wasn't anti-voting Nikki. He was more pro-voting Tommy. Because apparently they'd had some like drama on their first tribe because Tommy had wanted to vote out Colin before Ica and they didn't follow through with it or something. So Adam was quite annoyed about that. But he said to me that he would put that aside and he would do Nikki if I had the votes. So I then went to Yo Quinn and uh, Dorothy, both of which said that they would um, follow through with Nikki. So I was thinking like, oh, well, we should have the votes to get Nikki. So I'm assuming people were talking about that and were perhaps thinking about it but then so I went to bed uh, obviously with my time zone I can't stay up as late as everyone else I wake up in the morning and um, it seems like it's still on Nikki for the time being but then as soon as I get home from work around 12 EST it seems that um, I get a message from both Dorothy and William saying the vote shifting onto Carrie and what was weird about it was I mean Dorothy had been very weird to me about the Bernie vote so um, I kind of wanted to fish like how this switched from Nikki to Carrie when Dorothy herself was very pro-voting Nikki with me privately in DMs. So um, I said to William, he was like, um, oh, it was decided by like a group that it would shift on to Carrie. And obviously I, I was completely left out for the loop of that. So I had no idea who this group was. So I was like, oh, okay. So then I went to Dorothy and I was like, um, uh, I went to Dorothy and Yogan and I both mentioned like, oh, William said something about um, a group decided that it changed. And Dorothy told me, um, oh, it was less so a group. It was more so just everyone felt that Carrie was a safer vote. Uh, with like idle fear and stuff like that but then yo quinn told me it was actually him and dorothy who shifted the vote so immediately i'm thinking okay well this is another red flag for dorothy she's done something else that's quite shady to me in the game because the first thing with bernie where we 100 percent could have flipped that vote but she um wasn't committing to it like i was even though she told me she was so then obviously it was on carrie at that point and they wanted to blindside adam carrie and I'm forgetting who was on that tribe. I'm pretty sure it was one more person they wanted to blindside. Whoever the last person is, that I can't remember. But um, obviously, I went and told Adam because I didn't love the fact that I was like left out of the loop and told him, oh, by the way, it's going to be Carrie. Um, like, it's not Nikki or Tommy like you're thinking it's going to be. And he was surprised. 
And then, obviously, I don't know what happened, but William got spooked because him and Tommy weren't talking. So it went from uh, Yo Quinn, Dorothy, William, and Tommy voting for Carrie to Adam, Carrie, uh, Nikki, and William voting for Tommy, which then shifted the majority. The most we could do at that point was tie the vote which obviously none of us wanted to do. So Tommy ended up getting the boot there. Yeah, and he definitely had some choice words uh, on the way out. You and I both were friends with Tommy, so I won't go into mm. that. You know, he didn't even want to do an interview here. So, you know, I, I said, you know, it's for the best. Fine. Um, but I guess going back, you had a very interesting run through this game because, you know, you, you didn't go to Travel Council a whole lot. And I mean, you didn't go to Travel Council. Yep. The vote didn't go your way. But, I mean, you seem to yep. have such a like a cute, pleasant start to the game with the people on the Slovenia tribe. And even though that is ancient history now, I hope that you at least take some positive memories from that era of the game because that Slovenia tribe seems so tight-knit. And the sad thing is now the only ones left are Dorothy, Sue, and Joaquin, the rest of you, and, well, JP as well, but he was never really in your guys' group. Um, you know, everyone else has started to fall around. Yeah, 100%. That Slovenia tribe was so strong. I think where we got to handpick our tribes to begin with. So I have played with Clayton. Uh, I've played with Dorothy before. And um, we both were like, I was a final pre-merge boot, actually. And they went on to do really well. But we'd been working very, very tightly in that pre-merge. So I said here, like, oh, well, how would you feel about working together on the challenge to um, get on a tribe together? Because where we played different seasons in Euro, it worked out that we could do that. And um, he said, yeah, sure, we can do that. And then obviously there's also Kelly, uh, who I'm honestly is one of my favorite people in this whole um, community. So it was like natural that me and her were just going to go to the end together. That was 100% a thing that was happening. And then um, we also spoke to you. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I heard about that from JP. I don't know what she was thinking. I still need to talk to her. Believe me, I don't either. I haven't even gotten an interviewer to ask, but I, I was literally like... I, I felt like Julie Chen, and it's probably too old school for you just based on your age, but Big Brother 3, the real show, Marcellus won the Golden Power veto and didn't use it on himself and then got evicted, and Julie basically slapped him across the head um, in, their, <laughs> in his exit interview. And, th- and if you're wondering the DM and Slack with Kelly when she didn't play her idol, that's basically, if you see that clip, <laughs> that was me to Kelly. Um you know, not to switch away from you, but, you know, what a turn of events. She gets super idled out in season five, and then this season, um, she leaves with an idol in her pocket based on uh, just getting way too risky. Um, it's a shame we never got to see you two really do damage together, because you guys would have been cute to watch. You guys are both really nice people, and I just want to go on record as saying it was a shame we didn't get to see that. It is a shame. I would like literally the my main thing for wanting to play this game as well, not only just for coming back and playing Europe, was that I knew that Kelly had made all stars and that we would get the chance to play with each other. And I hated I was so upset when I found out that she'd been voted out. And then when I got to the merch and JP told me she had an idol and she knew that they were splitting the votes on her and she didn't use it. I was like, She is gonna get um a saying in from me. I'm gonna have to have a word with her about that. Yes, believe me, I've had a word with her too. I mean, she and she told me the reason she told me she you'll see in confessional what she told me it's not in the we even asked her goodbye for I don't know if you read it um she basically said she was she felt because she insisted to everyone that she didn't have it that if she would play it that basically she'd piss off the whole tribe and get voted out next anyway and I I want to know maybe what you think of that because for me personally and I know I'm the host so I can't say everything I want to say but for me I'm sitting there going I just see a, a 
of I, I just see a lack of logic there because you know you can recover from anything in Survivor except being voted out. You cannot recover from that. That's how I see it anyway. No, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know the full context, but I do have to agree with you based on what I do know. Because, I mean, they, they were splitting the votes on her anyway. So at that point, she shouldn't care about um, like how they're going to react afterwards because they're voting her out. They obviously don't want her in this game. So at that point, she just needs to idle and get herself to the next round, which was the swap where she could have escaped that tribe and really could have made a deep run potentially because she's a very good player. And I think if she could have survived that swap there, she would have probably gone on to do very well in this game. But um, yeah, it's just unfortunate. I think I can, I know I can somewhat understand what she's saying, but I have to disagree with the execution of not using the idol with uh, the hope that you, if you did use it and didn't go home, didn't get the majority, that it would piss people off. Because, I mean, they were splitting the votes on her anyway, so she needed to play the idol. Yeah, I mean, I know that it's that's more for Kelly, but unfortunately, you know, the ship has sailed to do the interview with her. I didn't get to her in time, so it was unfortunate. But I definitely want to go on record and say, you know, that's at least my take on it was, I mean, you have that thing in your hand, you know, you might as well... I, I feel like a lot of people, and I don't know if you have a lot of experience with immunity idols. I myself haven't had an idol in almost a decade. Sad as that is, but I haven't. I just don't find them. It's not part of my game. Um, but for me anyway, I, I think people, when they get idols, get too hung up and I want to play it right. I want to make a big move with it. All of this stuff. And lose, lose the the most valuable thing it does for you is it gives you a get-out-of-jail-free card. If you have any any hesitation, any concerns at all, you can give yourself a guarantee to get yourself through and regroup from there. I think a lot of people lose that along the way. And I, I bring this up because Dorothy has an idol in her own possession, as you know, or supposedly she does. Yeah. Um, you know, are you worried that maybe Dorothy will make that same mistake with that idol? There's, there's a lot of people left in that game. It definitely is. And um, I mean... At the time, so yeah, the context is like Bernie had just been voted out and I knew that Dorothy was a big reason as to why. So as soon as Yo Quinn came on the tribe, I mean, I assumed that him and Dorothy were close based on the DKKJ alliance. So I instantly told him, oh, uh, Dorothy has the idol. And then when we merged, like, obviously, I'm a huge Sue fan. So um, I told her as well because I was annoyed about how the Nikki... Uh, the Tommy vote went with Dorothy, so I told um, Nikki as well, like, oh, by the way, Dorothy has the idol. Uh, just something to look out for, because, I mean, Dorothy was my ally, but I, just, I can't help but shake that she wasn't a very good one to me, if I'm being completely honest. I think she really... Yeah, I think she really helped sink my game, to be honest. I think if she would have just been straight up with me at both the Bernie and Tommy rounds, that she didn't want to do what we was talking about instead of letting me push that agenda and then have it come back to bite me as soon as we merged, then I probably wouldn't be here if I'm being completely honest. But um, anyway, I think Dorothy, I know Dorothy's a very good player. I know that she is going to be a social legend in this cast because she is she's very, very good with that. Like She'll send you messages all the time. You're always talking to her. She's always talking about how you can move forward in the game. So um, I think she's going to be able to definitely establish some relation uh, connections in this game to the point where, where the cast is so big that if her name does come out, then she's 100% going to hear about it. And I think that she she's not the type of player to hold on to an idol if she feels that like she's in danger. So yeah, I do think Dorothy will play her idol successfully. Well, uh, you know, I hope, you know, we will see. Um, you know, they have, an, they have an interesting challenge for that merge idol. We'll see if anyone has come up with it. Um, 
we've had some very interesting challenges this season. So the one thing I wanted to get on with you too is, you know, we talk about this experience, but for you especially, uh, one thing I've been looking forward to talking about with you in this interview uh, while we drink a hypothetical beer here in Belgrade is that you came into Euro Survivor almost originally, first of all, when you were very young and also almost by accident because you actually, I don't know how many people you've ever told this story to, but you, as far as I know, you applied to Euro Survivor assuming that the game was played in UK time zone. <laughs> yeah, and I did. You found very quickly that wasn't the case, but you know, I also, the, the point I'm trying to get at is you've now been part of this Endem community for the last two and a half years, and that is really the series that kind of was your stepping stone because as far as I know, and you can confirm or deny this, go back and forth, as far as I know, Euro Survivor was the first Endem series where you had some real sustained, sustained success in and it's kind of let you to become a staple in this community since. So I hope that it's yeah. so special to you for that reason. Yeah, Euro is very special to me. Euro is one of my favorite. Euro four is one of my favorite alls I've ever played. I thought the pre-merge was so fucking fun. I really had a good. Like normally the pre-merge for me in orgs, it's just about like voting out who's around the least. It's honestly not that exciting. But I think the twist that we had that uh, game, where we, uh, I mean, I think the fact that my tribe lost so many times in the pre-merge and we had those double limbs every single time was what really made it exciting for me. But um, yeah, the Euro pre-merge was so fun, and Euro. Euro is also the only game I've ever found an idol in all the alls I've ever played. Euro is the only one I've ever had an idol, and it's also when I played it successfully. Uh, so that was really gratifying. So I had those two distinct memories, the pre-merge and the idol uh, were both the, the highlights of that for me. But the merge itself was also really fun. I felt like I had a really good grasp on what I was doing. Like considering that I was quite young and I was new to orgs, I really felt like I was quite tuned into what was going in around me, who was close with who, what I needed, to move, what move I needed to make to advance myself further. And I mean, the only reason I got taken out was because of an idol in the end. So Perhaps had I not had that rivalry with Kesa and had he not had so many advantages in that game, I could have potentially gone to the end. And when I was reading the um, jury chat back, I did actually have quite a lot of support. So, I mean, it's, who knows? Maybe I go on to win uh, if that idol doesn't happen. But um, I guess we'll never know. Well, you definitely would have had your uh, accidental showman, Haley Reinhardt's vote, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely would have had Haley's vote. Yeah, that was uh, it was one of my favorite arcs of that season. Was just the relate like the relationship between you and Haley in that season. We're not going to go too far back into the the Deutschland portal because we're talking about here in in the Balkans. But um, you know, it is something that I wanted to point out just because again, you really and I want to tell you as someone who has seen you play Deutschland, and I watched you play House on Haunted Hill, watched you play Lucent Leg. I hope you know I've noticed it dramatic improvement since then you did very well for yourself in deutschland but you've you've gone to a whole new level since then i just wanted to go on record and say that to your face in, in front of an audience well, thank you i appreciate it i appreciate that thank you very much definitely come around uh, but and you had your funny moments too like when we did the arrow challenge and you literally fell asleep 10 minutes before and i was pinging you i don't know if you remember that or not but uh, we've had some moments your, your time zone definitely hurts you sometimes <laughs> but we appreciate the dedication from playing from the UK and then doing this silly interview at two o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, it's not lost <laughs> to any of us. Uh, I love Euro, so I don't mind doing it for you. I appreciate that. We, we love you too. Um, and it, it's, again, it's the same as you go here, but it, it sometimes becomes, and I've noticed that too now, like, you know, excuse the metaphor, but you know, for, in, in old school Survivor, a lot of time the merge boot was always like that big active personality or the alpha male type. You see in orgs now, it really becomes a lot more about throw a name out there, the first one that sticks, and it, it's really hard to come back from that. So this round when you went home, 
you know, you you're, you were kind of the name that stuck. What what did you try to do to get the vote off of you? Because I assume you didn't just take it lying down. No. So the, so the way that I saw this was. So for a bit of context, I was also in Good and Evil and also had a 16-person merge. And the exact thing what happened to me happened to Angel there. And what happened there was his name got thrown out and then it just stuck. Nothing changed. So I had that mindset going in that, okay, my my, my name's been thrown out. It's going to be extremely, extremely, extremely difficult to be able to get nine people when it seems like at, the, at this point in time that unanimously people pretty much are quite happy to get rid of me. So I knew that the approach I needed to take wasn't, I didn't need to flip this vote. That, I think that was the worst thing I could have tried to do there. If I tried to throw out a name, because I mean, I, originally I did think I could trust Adam. So I spoke to Dorothy and Sue and I both said to them, like, who do you think if I am going to try and shift this onto would be a good bet? And in my mind, I was thinking, I think the two people I should either push this onto are either JP and Tim. I thought Tim, because he'd been to Excel quite a lot of times and people could potentially want to take a shot at him. Uh, he hasn't really been involved in any votes with how many times he's been at Excel, so he hasn't really built that trust with people. And then I also thought JP, because I did hear that they split the vote on him and Kelly, and I wasn't sure how serious people were about moving forward with him in the game. So they were the two people. I was like, okay, I think they're the least connected other than myself. So perhaps if I try and start uh, throwing their names out there, then they're the most likely that are going to stick. But I also knew that in a cast of 16 and where there is just so many people, it's going to be extremely difficult to get uh, nine people to switch off of me onto them. But I did push the, those names to Dorothy, Sue, Yo Quinn, William, Adam, and... Uh, I initially spoke to Kesar because I had a very interesting conversation with Kesar where we thought we haven't been on a tribe with each other. Uh, we've never met each other in this game before other than Euro 4, but obviously in um, the Balkans we'd never met yet. But we had this inter interesting conversation where we thought that we could definitely uh, move forward with each other and help each other and be like, we'd probably be on opposite sides of the merge for a majority and we could definitely like clue each other in and just keep each other safe and that was something that we had going. Uh, he actually said suggested that I try and vote Ian, which I found quite interesting because I had assumed the two of them were close. But um, anyway, so I did speak to Adam about Tim and then about 30 minutes later, I got a message from Tim saying he heard that I'd thrown his name out. So I instantly knew then, okay, this is definitely the wrong approach. I'm, there's no way I'm going to be able to get nine people to flip their vote from me onto um, Tim. So that was when I messaged Dorothy. And I mean, she was she had told me that Ida was my me and hers, but I knew that Ida was hers because um, when she initially found it, uh, so we had it narrowed down to one guess and it was either me or Dorothy who was going to get it. And um, she said, oh, how do we want to do this? I said, oh, well, why don't we randomise it between the two of us and that way it's fair. She said, um, actually, no, I'm just going to grab it so that no one else has a chance to get it before me. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. She did um, later apologise to me for that. She was like, I'm really sorry, I shouldn't have done that. But that was when I knew that, okay, Dorothy is a very self-interested player. She does, like, she will cut me and not give a fuck about it, quite frankly. And I think that's exactly what happened here, to be honest. But, um, so I messaged Dorothy and I said, can you send me a picture of the idol so I know, so I can sort of, like, make people think that I have the idol and all day with Nikki I knew that Nikki was gonna say if anyone was gonna spread it like wildfire that I had an idol it was gonna be Nikki but I didn't want to do it in a way that felt obvious that I was like had a f fake idol so I was saying like oh I'm gonna receive I wasn't saying oh I'm getting voted out I was saying oh I'm receiving a majority of votes 
I was saying, oh, I'm just going to be cool and calm and just not uh, lose my head over this photo and I'm sure something will uh, turn up by the end of the round, etc, etc. She was just like, oh, you're being like quite ambiguous. Like, have you got something? And um, I was like, uh, uh, I might. <laughs> so um, then I, I'm not sure if this is why it began to um, flip. But then I got like a message like an hour before votes from both Jen and Adam saying that I should vote Sue. And just not ask any questions. <laughs> there was like, if you want to stay, you need to vote Sue. So I was like, uh, I didn't know if that was idle feel just because people prefer the Sue vote. But obviously it didn't happen anyway. But yeah, my approach was definitely 100% to just make people think that I had an idol so that the vote shifted off of me because there was no other way that I saw that vote getting off of me. Well, I mean, you know, when you're back into a corner like that, I mean, you got nothing to lose by, by trying to, you know, to do anything to, to stay. And I commend you for fighting so hard to stay, especially considering, you know, you could have easily thrown in the towel and just been like, oh, this game's not working out. And it's funny you mentioned about the, the Dorothy thing, Kel, because... You know, I can tell you, obviously, you watched me play uh, Good Evil Miklon, you know, and I yep. went through some rough stuff with that. So it's it's very difficult in all-star games because you inevitably have people, and it's not a bad thing. It's not a, it's, it's not a knock on anybody, but you definitely have people who come in wanting to play with certain people, and then when the actual game starts happening, their self-interest takes over, and I've definitely yep. been... On the, I've been on the giving and the receiving end of that, so I totally understand it. Um, but I'm kind of wondering, you know, what do you feel like maybe you were a victim of? You came in with a plan, those people either were voted out or they realized that they could move far without you, or do you think it was more nuanced than that? And um, if Dorothy finds herself in the final three, could you still, still see yourself voting for her to win the game? Um, do you know, I think. I think the fact that Bernie, Tommy and Kelly were all people that I knew I could rely on and other than them, I could really only see it being Dorothy and Sue as really ever putting uh, like their neck on the line for me, which in the end only really ended up to be Sue. Uh, who, I mean, by the way, I'm the biggest Sue fan in the world. I love them so much. But um, yeah, Dorothy was pretty much, I'm pretty sure, just quite happy to cut me. She didn't want to idle, didn't really want to help me shift the vote. Um, she was sort of like, yeah, you're probably dead. And I was like, uh, okay. Because we had this like understanding that we would work till the very end together but when this game started. But obviously things change as the game goes on. And I mean, it's not like I'm really friendly with Clayton outside of these anyway. We just played a game before. So it's not like I hold it against him. Like I don't really expect him to throw his game away from me. It was a little disappointing, but um, yeah, I'm not too surprised he did that. But um I mean, Sue, uh, when Jen and Adam did both approach me and they said, um, oh, you need to vote Sue if you want to stay, like, we've got the votes, but you need to vote. You know, I couldn't do that to Sue. There was no way. Um, I, went, I went straight to Sue and I told her, like, don't freak out, but, um, like, the the vote might be shifting from me onto you. And um, I'm, I think, I don't know, but I, I don't think Sue panicked and told anyone because... Uh, when they eventually did tell me with like 15, 20 minutes to go that um, I would like the votes fallen through. It's not going to be you. Uh, it's not going to be Sue. Sorry. You, you, like, you are going to be voted out. If you have an idol, you need to play it. Um, Sue told me that they'd been like quite emotional about uh, getting voted out so early in the merge and like they were quite upset about it. So at that point, like, I just knew that there wasn't, I mean, I was never voting Sue anyway, but after that, 
And after I think that they were like 100% loyal to me, I'm the biggest suit fan in the world. I would love for them to be able to go on a run here and um, get themselves to the end. I don't know if they will. Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, I said she'd be a two-time winner if she did that. Yeah, 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 yeah. She would 100%, and that is so impressive. And she would get my vote instantly. It wouldn't even be a question to anyone. It would just be Sue. Congratulations, you get my vote. Let's go. But um, yeah, I would. I'd really rooting for Sue. Sue is the one that I'm rooting for most out of everyone. You know, Sue does. Uh, if that were to happen, let's just you know say hypothetical, Sue would owe you quite a bit because I mean you were the deciding vote for her to win Deutschland, and who knows, you might get a chance to repeat history here because you know I don't know if you remember when you got the final tribal, Chrissy was banking on your vote. Yeah, um, yeah, Chrissy. Chrissy said, I remember there was a question, like, whose vote do you think you're getting? And Chrissy thought she 100% had me, which uh, sometimes I look back on and I feel horrible about. But, I, I mean, I had to vote Sue there. I think she played amazingly. Oh, she definitely did. I mean, all our winners played amazingly. I think it's a testament to how strong our winners are, Cal. I mean, we're in an All-Stars game. They have targets on their back, but four fifteenths of them, four fifteenths of the remaining players are winners. Um, I think yeah, that that is very impressive. To all four of them. Mm, 100%. And of course, Ike has gone, but I'm not too surprised about that. <laughs> uh, you know, full disclosure, I'm not either. I mean, I was shot. I mean, and I love Ike too. She's a legend in her own right. She won, but uh, definitely, you know, I said on the pregame podcast, I felt like out of the five winners, she was the one who stood out in a lot of ways. One of which was that I feel like she was least likely to win again, um, just based on how she won her previous season, because she was so dependent on being like this unknown and in the background and in the shadows she's coming into this as a winner she's not going to have that luxury this time and that did mm. play itself out here yeah 100% I mean I love Charlie like I'm, I'm Charlie's one of my favorite people in all as well I recruited him to play you but I can't believe he won and got the final travel cancelled before I had him like my three years of playing these I was so mad but obviously I was glad he won as well well you got the final travel council first you just didn't win first but hopefully that'll come for you soon maybe even in good and evil which i'm hoping for you who knows maybe i would i'd be thrilled for you if uh you know if you've got that and you know we are i definitely obviously on a personal level you know i'm sad to see you go but i'm glad that you you know came in here and you know did this interview and on the bright side now you know we have a live challenge friday night and we have the mini still looming here down the road you're not gonna have to stay up for that now <laughs> to be fair i was actually looking forward to the mini that was so much fun in a Euro four, that's like my favorite challenge out of all of them. But so I'm actually a bit disappointed that I don't get to play that. But um, I'm also kind of glad because I know I probably would have been up until like 5 a.m. my time. <laughs> uh, probably 5 a.m. minimum because the challenge would have started around 9 Eastern and we've ever been. Uh, I'll spoil for you. The mini is the live round is at the final eight. Um, it's going to get very hectic here in the coming days. So I just wonder, you know, if you're looking forward to watching this from the jury and from the, the so-called safety of the jury. Uh, Final 13 is going to be majority rules, and one of the questions is going to be, um, who deserves a nice long stay in solitary confinement? And if you don't know your Euro Survivor history, Cal, because this is before your time, solitary confinement is an actual item in the game. Um, It takes you out of the entire game. It takes you out of votes. It takes you out of exile. It takes you off of slack. But you come back into the game at a predetermined point. And you basically bypass those rounds. So they're going to, this person's going to be in the final 13, and they will not return to the game until the final 10. And they're going to basically vote somebody into the final 10 without knowing it. And then right after that, we're going to have a double boot at the final 10 and then a live mini at the final eight. So the jury is going to get a lot bigger very soon here. 
very soon. Yeah, very quickly as well. Yeah, that sounds hectic. Yeah, so I hope I hope you're excited to watch that play out, and I hope maybe now that you are in the jury, maybe you can spur some conversation now that the merge has started. I know the the first jurors because their pre-merge boots don't have a whole lot of substance to add. No, no disrespect to them; they just didn't last deep into the game, so there's not the merge is obviously where the meat and potatoes happen. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'll definitely be sure to fill them all in on what happened with my boot. Yes, you would love that, and uh, you know we obviously. So one of the last questions I'd like to ask is actually two more questions for you, Kel, and then uh, I'll let you get some much-needed sleep, as I'm sure your sleep <laughs> schedule has been suffering for a while now. Um, my last two questions for you. Number one is, you've now played this series twice. Once when you were, I believe, uh, I believe just had turned 16, you were still in school, and now played this time. Um, what do you think, if someone were to ask, what do you think the legacy of Kel and his beef jerky is in uh, in Euro Survivor through two seasons? What 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 was Kel Gleason the player all about? I think Kel Gleason was a young eye. He was a big eyed, you know, hopeful, optimistic, extremely loyal player in season one. You know, he he sort of stayed true to his allies. They stayed true to him, and um, you know, he was he was ready to ride for you if he was ready to ride for him. And I think in Deutschland, we got a much more mature Kel, a much more experienced Kel. You know, he was definitely willing to uh, make bigger moves in in the pre-merge, which usually is unprecedented, you know, with both flipping the vote onto Jen and flipping the vote onto Nikki. I think we saw a much more abrasive Kel this time. But you mean I think the Falcons, you said in Deutschland? He was definitely much more um, abrasive and, you know, he was much more willing to put his voice forward and be a, a bigger character in the vote, in uh, votes and make sure that his opinion was heard. So I think Kel's legacy is one that is uh, quite a good one. You know, he's definitely grown as a player despite the um, worst placement. But I think you saw a much more confident Kel. And I think that, um, yeah, I think that's his uh, legacy. No, I, w- I would fully agree with that. I think even though you had a shorter stay this time, a lower placement, I think you definitely were a lot more proactive, a lot more in the trenches this time. And, you know, sometimes, and trust me, Kel, I've had games like that, um, you know, where no matter how hard you try, how much you put, you know, peanut butter to the wall, no matter how much, nothing takes hold. You know, we all have those games, especially in all-stars games where there's so many connections and personalities. It's, it's a lot easier said than done to run through an All-Stars game. They are a different breed, as you are seeing for yourself here with these two games. 100%. And my last question to you um, is, now that you are on the jury, uh, I allow everybody who does these interviews to tell me, uh, as you know, I cut these up, I edit them, and I put them on YouTube, and I will be doing that shortly. I'm just a little bit behind, but I'm putting up uh, Kristen's and, Ka- and Kat's tonight, as well as um, the last Peters who did this call, and Zach. Tomorrow I'm going to put up uh, Tiffany and Chrissy and and Bernie's, and then on Saturday yours and the next person to get voted out in 14th place will be going up. So you look forward to hearing all of that over the coming days. Um, but I always let them pick an outro song. So what what song should uh, should I play that kind of epitomizes your two seasons in Euro, or just a song that's on your mind right now to play you out? Mm. How about "Sympathy for the Devil" the Rolling Stones? I like it. I like the throwbacks because, I mean, I, I definitely like the throwbacks. You might you would have done well in that music challenge, which, as you know, will make an appearance at some point down the road here. You will be seeing that. Unfortunately, you won't get to play it, this, but uh, it will be around. Uh, definitely like me some Rolling Stone. Well, thank you very much, Kel, for joining us. Um, you know, I can't wait to have a beer with you in real life. 
And uh, thank you again for coming in here. And we are truly sad to see you go, but I hope you're looking forward to watching the upcoming chaos with the solitary confinement and the double tribal council um, and just uh, the sprint to the finish line that this is going to be because it's going to get bloody here in the Balkans. It definitely is. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing it all play out. Thank you so much for having me, uh, uh, Katia. Thank you, Cal. And from from uh, from a watering hole here in on, on the rivers of Belgrade, Katia. Good night. God.